Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. There's only one. There's only one pod in the Motor City that's keeping you up to date on everything Detroit sports. This is The Daily Ticket with your host, Jeff Rieger. Hey everybody, what's going on? Jeff Rieger, yet another episode of The Daily Ticket. This for a Thursday, December 7th, 2023. I hope everybody's having a fantastic week. So close to yet another weekend of NFL football. The Lions have a giant game at Soldier Field against the Bears. We're going to get into it momentarily. But I do want to say tomorrow we have a this or that. The this, a very awesome guest. You'll know who this man is. He will be informative, entertaining, and awesome. But it's not yet official. So I'm not ready to announce the name just yet. If I can't land the guest, which would be lame on my part, we're going to have the Ticket Trivia Championship. Stoney is ready to take on the Daily Ticket listener. His name is Jeffrey from Seattle, who eviscerated the other contestants in Ticket Trivia last Friday. So Jeff's reward is he gets to take on a ticket host, and that ticket host happens to be Stoney. Stoney's very good at trivia. I do think Stoney's going to kick Jeff's ass, but that's why they play the games, except if you're Florida State, right? Then you don't get a chance to play the games. I knew that joke was just around the corner. So we'll do that tomorrow, or we'll do this great guest, and we'll put the ticket trivia off a week. Anyway, good to be here as always. And I must say, You're all wearing off on me. Usually I'm accused of wearing off on people. Usually people call me a fungus. I think in a lovingly way, I I just grow on people, right? Positively or negatively. Like just the other day, I do the show with Wojo Daily. I was listening yesterday to Wednesdays with Wojo, which our morning show does, Stoney and Jansen. They have Wojo on every Wednesday. And he was being very negative about the Detroit Lions. And they accused Wojo of being like me. And they said that I have rubbed off on Wojo, which is actually the greatest compliment of my life or the biggest criticism of Wojo's life, either one. But anyway, usually I rub off on people, but I think the ticket listeners, the daily ticket subscribers, please subscribe, rate, and review if you'd be so kind. I think you're all wearing off on me. So on Tuesday night, we get some pretty devastating news. Aleem McNeil is on IR. I think it's a knee injury. He's out for at least four weeks. 
Now, we know he got injured in that Saints game. He was out, then he was back in, then he was out again. Post-game, he said it wasn't that big of a deal. But apparently, it's a rather big deal because he's out for at least four weeks. They're not saying for the season, but it might be for the season. Also, Frank Ragnow. I don't think he's going to play against Chicago this weekend, but they did say they got better news on Ragnow than they initially thought. But you get news that McNeil's gone. And I know people don't want to say that Aleem is a big deal, but he truly is. He's second on the team in sacks with five. If you believe in the whole pro football focus, he's the fifth best defensive tackle in football behind Aaron Donald and Quinton Williams. Guy's good. He's having a breakout season. And now he's done for at least four weeks and maybe more. And now if you look at the defense and the injuries on the defense over the course of the years, no McNeil. C.J. Garner-Johnson's been injured all season long. Emmanuel Mosley, he gone. James Houston is still yet to come back. I feel like I'm missing somebody. You add that to the fact that over the last six games, the Lions on defense has averaged damn near 30 points giving up, and you might start to worry just a little bit. I start to worry just a little bit. Before we get to the worry, and why you've changed me. Let's hear from Dan Campbell. This is from yesterday announcing that Ali McNeil's gone for four weeks. Well, let me say this, losing, losing Mac for these four weeks is going to be tough um, because he, he's, been a, I mean, he's been a reliable, steady, productive player for us, and he's really come into his own this year. I mean, he's just grown every year, but this year was, he was big. He was a force for us, um, you know, and uh, guys got a lot of respect for him. So, it, you know, that hurts. But at the same token, man, this train moves on. And that's, that's the nature of, of the game we play in. Uh, and we've dealt with it all year. We've dealt with it for three years. Every team goes through it. And so it's next man up. You know, let me say this, losing. So next man up, you expected him to say that, right? So yesterday when I heard the news, I did do something I probably should not have done. I went to social media and I voiced my concern. I'm going to read you the tweet, the X that I threw out there. And it was not met with very nice responses. In fact, at one point I was getting ratioed, which means you get more comments than actual likes or retweets or reposts, whatever you want to call it. I have since outdone the comments by about 35, 201 likes to like 165 comments. Here, I'll show you right there. I don't know if you can see that or not. You probably can't. Anyway, here was my tweet. It said, Noah Lee McNeil and a Packers remaining schedule of at the Giants, four and eight, the Bucks five and seven, at the Panthers, they're just one and 11, at the Vikings, six and six, and against the Bears, they're four and eight. If you want to digest their schedule, here is the Packers remaining schedule. I just put it up on the screen for you. So I said, Noah Lee McNeil, Packers remaining schedule of the one you see. I said, currently the Lions are nine and Packers are six and six. It can't possibly happen, can it? Oh boy, that would be SOL's most impressive work yet. No way, right? I'll admit it. I got negative very quickly because what am I supposed to do? I'm a Lions fan. I followed this team forever. 
Of course, you get negative when bad things happen. Not to mention, they haven't played great football in the last six weeks, but they found a way to win four of those games. So this tweet was met with a ton of criticism. People got very angry. They called me very mean names from idiot to moron to fuck off. That's what people said to me. I get it. Then something else happened. I went into the studios of 97, won the ticket. I did my radio show with Wojo. And you know what I realized? I realized that this is real. Brand new Lions. Now, I'm not going to call them BNL because that's bare naked ladies. I'm a big fan of that group growing up, right? But the brand new Lions isn't just a thing, but apparently it's an attitude. Because nobody is concerned. No Lions fan is concerned at all. We did the show. We got a ton of calls. I'd say nine out of every 10 calls, they were not concerned. Lions fans have the brand new Lions attitude. I didn't come up with brand new Lions. I'm not even a huge fan of the term, but maybe it truly is a real thing. Well, me. A lifelong Lions fan is sitting thinking to myself, holy shit, if they blow this division, if they choke it away, oh my God, that would be SOL's greatest work, right? Meanwhile, the remainder of Lions fans are like, dude, shut up. Nine and three. Dan Campbell's a good coach. This team just continues to win. Nothing stops it. Shut up. And I do feel the need to argue. I do. Like, for instance... The Lions haven't played great football. The Packers have literally nobody left on their schedule. They legitimately could go 5-0 and and 8. I believe that'd be an eight-game winning streak to end the season. The other thing, too, by the way, is the tiebreaker, because I know you're wondering, it's not a head-to-head because the Packers have beat the Lions and the Lions have beat the Packers. The tiebreaker is NFC North competition. Currently, Lions are 2-1. and one. The Packers are 2-2. Two and two. So as long as the Lions can find a way to beat the Bears, which is going to be difficult, or beat the Vikings a couple different times, then I think you're going to be okay. But you cannot fault me for thinking the worst. You cannot fault me from thinking, oh, crap, it's happening. And this would be the ultimate worst-case scenario. If the Lions, with five weeks to go, blow this division, oh, my God. That's not just SOL. That is make you quit watching football type stuff. That is, I'm going to go be an artist. I'm going to go to museums. The cider mill's back open, people, because I'm not watching the Lions anymore, and neither are you. You would be heartbroken. But there I am acting like that, and everybody else has the brand new Lions theme, the feeling, the attitude. So then I thought to myself, I'm going to try to be like everybody else. Instead of thinking doom and gloom, instead of pointing out the fact that even the Vikings are getting healthier, they too are six and six with a rather easy schedule. Nick Mullins is coming back. Josh Dobbs will be there if they need him. They're getting Justin Jefferson back after losing two in a row. They're coming off a bye week. I'm not going to worry about that stuff. I'm going to be like you guys. Brand new Lions. They're going to win the division. Hell, even Wojo, who I do the show with, started the show yesterday. Panic in Lions Town. Panic in Lions Town. But I'm not going to be like that. 
I'm going to subscribe to brand new lions like you subscribe to brand new lions. I don't care that it's going to be 20 degrees and snowing at Soldier Field on Sunday, that Jared Goff historically doesn't play great in those conditions, that the Lions are only a three-and-a-half-point favorite, that they have been flying just a little bit too close to the sun. I'm not going to bring up any of that stuff. I'm not going to bring up the fact that after the Bears could be a loss. You get the playoff hopeful Broncos coming in for prime time on Saturday. Then you... What, go to the Vikings at the Cowboys? Oh, and then the Vikings again at Ford Field to end things off? That's a tough schedule for a Lions defense that decimated. I'm not going to bring that up either. I'm not going to bring any of that up. I am not going to bring up Frag. I'm not going to bring up Frank Ragnow. I'm not going to bring up Aline McNeil, who, by the way, is a massive freaking loss. You know what instead I'm going to do? I'm going to be like you. I like this. I am going to invoke brand new Lions. I'm going to point out that since Jonah Jackson is back, this is a better Lions football team, even though Ragnow probably won't play against the Bears. I'm going to point out that all of a sudden, Jamison Williams, polarizing dude, is making a massive impact. Think about his moments already. That touchdown against the Saints where he's flying into the end zone, that saved the game. That changed momentum. The Saints were making their move at that point. Go back to the Bears game at Ford Field. Lions down 12 with like three to go. Jamison catches a bomb from Jared Goff. That too changed the momentum. Gave the Lions a chance to come back and beat the Bears in now what seems like a massive win, right? Jamison Williams has been coming on. He is now turning into that dude that can take the top off of defense. His speed is unfreaking believable. I'm not going to worry about Justin Fields. Or DJ Moore. Or the fact that Justin Fields, the last time he played the Lions, rushed for 104 yards. And the Lions historically always have trouble against quarterbacks that can run the football. I'm not going to worry about that. Instead, I'm going to worry about the fact that, instead, I'm going to point out that the Bears can't get to the quarterback. They're dead last in the league in sacks with 17. I'm going to point out to the fact that for all the people that say, oh, Jared Goff can't play any elements, go back to last year at Lambeau Field against the Packers as the Lions and Goff made sure the Packers didn't go to the playoffs for Aaron Rodgers' last game. I'm going to bring those things up. I'm doing it, right? I am doing it. I'm doing the brand new Lions. I feel I can do a dance. I'm not going to bring up that the Lions defense scares the crap out of me. They can't cover anybody and they never can get to the quarterback. They only have 25 total sacks. And now they're missing Aleem McNeil, who is a massive, massive loss. I'm not going to bring that up. You know what I'm going to bring up? Instead, I'm going to bring up brand new Lions. When the Lions don't turn over the football, they win football games. The reason they lost to the Packers, they turned over the football. The reason they almost lost to the Bears, they turned over the football. The reason they almost lost to the Raiders, score doesn't indicate it, but it's true. They turned over the football. The reason they lost to Baltimore, well, they just got blitzed, but they turned over the football. Don't turn over the football, which they've been so good at doing the first six, seven games of the season. And you know what? You win football games. I'm with you. I admit I've sinned. I thought about the bad times of the past. I really can jump aboard this brand new Lions. It's almost like you need an injection. Boom, right there. I feel better. 
So I'm curious where you are. Are you like every other Lions fan that I have pulled over the last couple of days? You're not freaking out. Not a big deal. You find a way to win. I'll also point out brand new Lions, 22 games. You've won 17 of them. Brand new Lions, 22 games. You won 17 of them. Not a single losing skid. Brand new Lions. Dan Campbell, pretty good as a head coach. Figures out ways to win. Here's another brand new Lions tidbit. The Lions make plays, even in games that they're not playing well in, when it matters the most. Look at Goff's two throws to Reynolds and Laporta against the Saints. Look at Goff in the second half against the Chargers. Look at that drive that Goff and company put together against the Bears. Look at that defense against the Bears. Offense turned over the ball four times. Defense only allowed a combined 10 points. Look at that defense that held the Bears to three and out so their offense got the ball back. So even though the defense hasn't been great, it scares the crap out of you. Even though you got massive injuries, including to your best defensive player now with Lee McNeil. Even though there's every reason to think SOL, I refuse to do it. I'm with you. Brand new Lions. They win on Sunday. They beat the Broncos. They don't choke away this division. If they did, that would be SOL. But they won't and they can't, even though in the back of my mind, I am thinking about it. So what about you? Where you at? Are you SOL or are you BNL? Brand new Lions or same old Lions? Go ahead. Let me know. Comment section below. Have I converted you? Because the callers and the listeners and the pod people, people that listen to podcasts, all y'all, you've converted me. You make great sense. I am now more positive. I believe in brand new Lions. <clears throat> no more with same old Lions. Let me know what you think. Let's get to some comments, shall we? So yesterday's podcast was about Jim Harbaugh. I got to read some of these comments to you because they're hysterical. I pointed out the fact that every NFL job seems like it's open next year. And Jim Harbaugh, I think, is going to take one of them. I do. I do think he's going to take one of them. So on the Daily Ticket, we read a good comment and we read a bad comment. Here's a couple good comments from the podcast. This one comes from Rich462. Jeff, love the show. Agree with you. Harbaugh is gone. He's a cheater. Get out. Okay. Thank you. Very nice of you. But how about this nasty comment? This one comes from Maverick, 6088. I pointed out in the podcast that Jim Harbaugh doesn't run the cleanest of programs. I think you might agree with that. Maverick, 6088, says the following. You have to be kidding me with the not running the cleanest of program, LOL. Burgers and sign stealing, that's not even against the rules, and every team tries to do it. That's your idea of not running a clean program? Media people are the worst profession anymore. Worse than bankers and lawyers, LOL. It's nothing but trying to tear people down in order to have controversy to talk about so they can get more views to make more money in the end. Ruining people's lives for the sake of money is really what journalism and media has turned into. I could understand if he was just tossing bags of cash and cars out to high school kids, having people fake grades for his players so they don't have to go to school. 
Kids getting into trouble left and right. No, you have a guy that has great kids who are taught how to be great men and don't hardly ever get penalties in the games. Very well-disciplined kids and respectful. Yep, this guy needs to go, man. He is a dirty, corrupt mother. He said M.O., but I said mother, you know, for effect. First of all, long comment. Second of all, Maverick 6088, pretty fired up. Third of all, dude, You think the program has been clean? Jim Harbaugh has been suspended six of 12 games this year. Jim Harbaugh has the NCAA after him for recruiting violations during a dead period and a massive cheating scandal. Add that to the fact of what happened last year. We don't need to get into it, but you know what I'm talking about with some players that got in trouble and were still allowed to play. Add it all together, it hasn't been a great run program. No, they win. You judge it, then fine, call it great. And at the end of the day, that's all I care about. I want to win. But let's not act like it's been this phenomenal, pristine, this is how you run a program program. Because it hasn't. But I do appreciate the feedback. And I do appreciate you commenting. So please, rate and review the daily ticket tomorrow. Either a massive special guest or we do a little ticket trivia Stony versus uh, ticket listener and subscriber. So either one comes tomorrow, guys. It's been fun. We'll catch you tomorrow. And again, are you SOL or are you BNL? Are you same old Lions or are you brand new Lions? I've been converted. I'm with you. Brand new Lions. Let me know. Catch you tomorrow on the Daily Ticket. Bye, everybody.